Welcome to How Can We Help? Um, so this is an advice, welcome, it is an advice podcast where we uh, advise the freaks, the ghouls, <laughs> the yeah. needy little right. uh, creeps of the world in their various problems, specifically by soliciting anonymous questions online. And we got a lot of them. Purely anonymous. Um, here, as always, <laughs> episode one, is your host, Jackie Pirigo. Hi, thanks for having me on this. Oh, you're very welcome, Jackie. It's always a pleasure. I don't know what we'd do without you. Can I say something? When, when Mark pitched this concept to me, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, that sounds so familiar. I feel like someone's pitched that to me before or have I done that before? Remember? Yeah. And I was just with my friends from Last Sabbath and they're like, Jackie, you did this as a live show. <laughs> I did this as a live show oh, yeah, pre-pandemic. I'm pickled. I have no memory. You live a party, party girl's lifestyle. I'm a party girl. That's yeah, what you yeah. got to know. I'm a party girl you're and I can't remember girl. any party that I've ever been to. You're hitting, you're hitting the slopes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you might be hearing yeah. a third voice and yes, that is just me doing a laid back accent. <laughs> is that me? Is <laughs> that a no, laid back accent? <laughs> uh, it's LA's finest, Brandon Wardell hi. joining us. Hi, thanks for having me. Okay, okay, Jackie, what the okay. hell is new? What have you been up to? Uh, well, this week, I was humbled this week, actually, because uh -oh. my um, my dad has his famous big purple bowl that he keeps all of his change in. <laughs> yeah, everyone okay. is talking about Oh, yeah, it. I, know, I know about that. You know my dad's fa <laughs> yeah. famous yeah, yeah, purple bowl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The well, hands bowl. off of it, okay? okay. <laughs> um, my brother's always, like, picking at it because he lives in my same town as my parents and I don't. And so <laughs> my brother's always got his paws in this bowl. And there's good stuff in there, Toonies, Loonies. Oh um, yeah, you know, it's like a big That's bowl. one thing that I'm not rocking with in Canada. Your money's fake. Loonies and Toonies yeah. is weird to me. Look, it's we toonies, can't help toonies it. Toonies feels like a bridge too far. Loonies, and, to loonies and Toonies <laughs> is goofy, and you guys know that. Oh, we do. We of course we do now. Spoken yeah, like a man who's not ready for the fucking three knee. <laughs> <laughs> Coming soon to a heavy pocket near you. Uh, okay, I did not mean to. Uh, I did not mean it to interrupt the the change. I have a soft spot for the Toonie because it came out on my birthday in 1996. So I was the first person to have one because I got one for my birthday. Wow. Um, but anyway, they are ridiculous. But this bowl of change, they really add up. Obviously. Yeah. Have you heard that they're like they're gonna put King Charles on the money now? So now no, yeah, oh, instead what is of the point? instead of instead of the polar bear. <laughs> oh my god, I oh love no. the polar bear. It'll be bear. King Charles on one side and the Queen on the other. That is so stupid and pointless. There's because it's on its way out anyway. What he just has to have his face on that money. What's I'm, the lowest bill? Are you kidding? You guys have. I don't actually Five. know. I was just guessing. Five. 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 Is that bothers, so that bothers. It should be low. We should go lower. We should have ones. We used to I have I like two. having ones. We used to have twos. Nice brown twos. You would have loved them. Our twos them. were beautiful. Oh my God. You would have fucking died yeah. for these twos. <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that your ones are coins. Yeah. But yeah, our twos. Really how do you irritated. feel about those being coins? Hate that. I, I don't like that either. Yeah, I hate that even yeah. more, I bet. You want oh, don't paper. get me started. <laughs> you got steam coming out yeah, of your ears. I really, yeah, no. But don't <laughs> you even the like face. the, what about the quality of the paper of our money? Don't you like that? Oh, it's a okay, little bit I plasticky. Will say, yeah, it's the, the quality of the paper is better. Yeah. That is something I will give yes. you guys. Yes, thank yes. you. That is one thing that I will give you guys. Ours... You can rip U.S. Easily. currency way too easily. Yeah, it's it's an easy rip. It's yeah. an, it's way too easy of a rip. Yeah, I, no I do feel like... No structural integrity. Yeah, your structural integrity with the cashier is a little better, it's I suppose. beautiful. Yeah. Our strong you money, that. you know, you might not think that's enough to hang your hat on, but we hang our hats on it. <laughs> yeah. We gotta <laughs> hang our hats somewhere. And oh, let me tell you, in this weather, we're all wearing hats. <laughs> Okay, yep. Jackie, hey, you're talking now. about your so dad's famous bowl? bowl of money, it's got a lot of money in it. And then when I was back recently, my dad's like, 
oh, you want my bowl of money? I'm like, ah, yeah, I want that bowl of money. Mm-hmm. So he dumps it into a big Ziploc bag for me. But you need to go to the bank to get the coin, the rolls, right? Yeah. And I go there and I'm like, I need a coin rolls. And they looked at me like I was a dirty, disgusting, fucking loser peasant. Oh, yeah. you need coin rolls? They're like, ugh, you need coin rolls? And they're like, how many do you need? I don't know. That's determined by the, the when I roll them. That's how I know how much money yeah. I have. Yeah. I'm not eyeballing this like a jelly bean, a, a bin of jelly beans at the fair. So they give me a scant like handful. There's some for nickels and there's dimes. Ugh, bye. And, and then I got enraged because I'm like I give this bank so much money and they take so much of my money yeah and they can't even give me some fucking cardboard (laughs) to roll my coins I was enraged yeah you tell them anyway I rolled it all up and and, and even not including the toonies and loonies not including the toonies and loonies $98 $98 in dimes and nickels my fingers were black okay what? what bank what bank was this td canada trust td canada trust trust yeah and i'm calling What's them the out. address yeah. this one was on gotta, college this hey one guys was really if you're close. listening you gotta send a message you gotta send yeah. a message after the after the way they wronged her they fucking yeah, need, I, to... I need i need the listeners at home to throw a rock through this window <laughs> and while they're at it grab me some more dime rolls because i've yep. got some dimes left that over too. yeah and jackie's too, got so. yeah write a note on the rock that says jackie's got some loose dimes <laughs> <laughs> but don't ask her how many. Don't ask her how much. Don't so that was that was like a, a part, a one portion of my week. Yeah. Well, I saw Pinocchio. Oh, the Guillermo del Toro. Oh, I saw Guillermo del Toro's and? Pinocchio. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, well, so we know this part of the story. My boy Finn. Finn Wolfhard. Yeah. Yeah. How do you know oh. him? That's my boy. Is he your boy? <laughs> that's that's my boy. He was once our boy, that's wasn't little, he? That's little bro. <laughs> Have you hung out with him? We we met through some like weird circumstances where he was gonna like play there was like a role that was written for me like it said brandon in the script Mm. and then a couple years passed whatever the character was young and then the network wanted finn wolfhart to play brandon (laughs) and this is before we met and then we met at some event and i you know he weirdly recognized me and my friend he's like he knows comedy pretty Mm. well and so i immediately was like like son we need to talk <laughs> like yeah. i'm branded i could see this <laughs> you know? spiraling into like a black swan then, situation yeah because yeah. i was just like oh this kid's <laughs> eating my lunch yeah but, but we ended up yeah we ended up uh he got hanging past out it. And he's yeah he's like he's great he's awesome and he like has like cool taste like he like likes like the right kind of comedy right so, okay yeah. good yeah like but hard that, but that's like edgy for you to say because he likes your comedy caution tape <laughs> over the mouth yeah his like <laughs> Off the leash, yeah, the poster is the poster is you wearing a dog, spiky dog collar, like but the, the leash the is snapped in half. I like that there's still guys doing the caution tape. Over <laughs> yeah, I think that Schultz did it in like a, a Netflix thumbnail. Did he really? Yeah. Oh, I love uh, it. Wait, so what were you? I, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, uh, who gives a shit? I met Finn Wolfhard once. Yeah. He and his whole gang from Stranger Things fucking, they made me bite a curb and they stomped my <laughs> brains. <laughs> See, they've got good taste. And I was like, thank you, thank you, Finn. And he was like, don't fucking look at me. Don't say my name. I'm royalty here. I'm royalty here. Shit, where was that, Vancouver? No, that was in my own home. I was (laughs) on the curb outside my home. And he kept kept winking at my girlfriend inside and and telling her, don't, he said, don't, he, she was holding a phone and he kept, he kept miming, hang it up. 
Hang it up. Don't you call anyone. <laughs> oh, I thought that she was like, call me, babe. <laughs> no, she was holding the phone. You know what's funny? I've never met him, even though you and you both have met him. Yeah. Well, I uh, met him so briefly. It's hard for me to say. I don't know him, but I know the taste of his boot. He, <laughs> he has the look of, because like, it's interesting that he's like a, like a musician as well. Because doesn't he have that look of like late 70s, kind of the class? Like, he yeah, looks he's like got he like, should should like a be, glam rock star Yeah, he has a real glam rock it's just cool. like yeah. look. Yeah, like he could be in the like English rock scene. Yeah. Doing a lot of cocaine and kind of dying at 28. He's actually, yeah, well, he's yeah. like. He's, oh, I would love to see him die he's at 28. Like, he's like so smart for his age. Like he like, he like actually groomed me. Which is crazy. <laughs> you being groomed right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He groomed me. <laughs> All right. What's his address? Let's dox. What Let's is get your him out age there. difference? What is? How, uh, how young is he? Old enough. Um, <laughs> I, he's like he's nineteen. Oh my yeah. god. He's not that young. Is I'm, he really? I'm thirty. Yeah. Oh. Wow. He's like maybe he's twenty at this point. Okay. Yeah. Um. But who does he play? Look, I have I haven't even seen any trailers for for Pinocchio. Oh, yeah, so who does he play in Pinocchio? I don't know. Yeah, oh, wait, I'm not you sure. Saw it. Oh, sorry, he's... he's the only live action character. Oh. He's the one who keeps telling Pinocchio to bite the fucking girl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't I don't know who he plays, but um here's here was my takeaway from Pinocchio. Uh and I don't think I really but you know it's like uh so Geppetto's like son dies. They don't right. really forefront that in the Disney version, but like his son dies and then he builds this puppet to like replace his son. Anyway, um it's kind of fun. I was like, wait a second, is this movie just about like a guy? failing to go through the final stage of grief and then getting rewarded for it. <laughs> Just an angel shows up yeah. like, all right, we'll let you off the hook. You don't have to accept this grief. But it was fine. I don't know. It was they an okay really movie. didn't front load that in the Disney one. I didn't realize. They Did should, they even mention they it? They should do that with grief more. They should do that with yeah, 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 let us all off the hook. Yeah, <laughs> they need to be doing this more. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, they. You're really looking all over. Yeah, yeah. who's responsible yeah. for this grief thing? <laughs> Who can let me off the hook? Um, but, uh, before we dive in, Brandon, what's new with you? May I ask? Um, just, uh, I'm, I'm here. Uh, I'm just here in town. I was, I, I did my, my shows in Toronto and then we met at your show last night. Yeah. Uh, I like, that was a, it was a super fun show. Yeah, it was a fun show. Uh, uh, and we don't want to slander the people who are nice enough to host you and let you uh, put to like uh, the venue that was oh, nice enough to host you. Oh, but the venue that I was at, I've, I've heard crazy things about <laughs> so, locally. So Brandon um, was performing at, for anyone local who might know this, there's the Royal Theater. And it's, yeah. uh, it started during the pandemic as like the anti-vax theater. Which I did not know. <laughs> no, of I did course. Not know. They didn't yeah. want, of course they don't want you to know that. Um, And I, I mean, I had a great, I, I mean, the people that were at the shows were just just people that like yeah like saw my Instagram story or whatever. so you didn't know that they were anti-vax. It's just like a full coincidence because you yourself right, are anti-vax. Right, right, right. Yeah, it just yeah. worked out that way for you. <laughs> you guys, this um, team, I love your shirt you're wearing right now, which is a mask with a <laughs> equals Nazi symbol yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah, so that's no, cool. it is. Yeah, there's a mask crossed out in the a yeah, full swastika. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, the Nazi part is good. It's yeah, positive. It's, um, but uh, no, I mean, I had, I was, I was treated well at the venue. I had a good time at the venue. The people that were in attendance at the show were like normal people that are uh, just fans of mine. Yes, you brought the crowd. Of, yeah. It was, yeah, but it was, I was. Uh, it was funny. Yeah, you told me some stuff, and a couple locals have been like, oh, yeah, they, 
some wild shit goes down here. <laughs> yeah, I heard sometimes. there was a fist fight on stage last week. No, that's not true. <laughs> that's what I heard. I, I don't are know. You be, like, sometimes he preys on me because I am very gullible and I will uh-huh. believe a lot of stuff. Is that really, did you really hear that? Yes, I heard that oh one of the people God. fighting was Finn Wolfhard. <laughs> <laughs> and the other was me? Oh, God, how can that be? Uh, and no, when you say fist I, fight, it was a curb stomp. I, <laughs> yeah, like, there's a curb involved. It gets bucked. It gets bucked there. It's like very well, yeah, like. Yeah, I have heard that too. There's like, it's just kind of. Like a dark um, energy to there's it. There's just, yeah. Okay, Jackie, you are not a licensed therapist. Never have been. No. You have never gone to school for psychiatry or no, anything of that people nature. People never give me licenses for anything. <laughs> oh, yeah, people, yeah. I'm they, famously unlicensed. <laughs> famously unlicensed. Do you drive? No, I'm not licensed anymore. Wow. I was. Unlicensed. Unlicensed. But. I, if I may say, the owner of many keen and uh, and and loud opinions on how to live. <laughs> yes, I am. I am staunchly, um, you know, uh, opinionated on yeah, in, on interpersonal matters. Yeah, and so, and if I may say, I think uh, the wider world agrees with that uh, characterization because when you solicited questions mm-hmm. for this podcast, yeah. like ask people to uh, send in anonymous questions. I was expecting really frivolous, silly questions, maybe five of them. We were, we were both hoping we'd get one or two questions. Yeah, we were, we were praying. There was dozens, and some of them were really like... Real. Not only really real, but really real in a way that seemed specifically tailored to something you might be able to help them with. Right. Some people really hope that you can help them. I know, and now I'm like, shit. Yeah, and this is a bit terrifying because this was not what we were hoping to Look, do with this podcast. Look, you can't be terrified. I, you, we can't both be I'm terrified. I'm not terrified. I'm terrified on your behalf. Oh, God. I'm happy to be the fly in the ointment to tell half of these people to end themselves because <laughs> their we problems got, are insurmountable. We got an onslaught of, of questions. We got like within, within a day, I had like 50 questions. Yes, that's right. So without further ado, mm-hmm. I'm going to read uh, one of these questions. And, okay. um, and and of course, our, our, our guest is yes. going to be... Brandon is our guest advisor yeah. for the episode and we're happy to hear what he has to say too. Even though he's also unlicensed. Yes. To drive also, also? Yeah, no, I am very licensed to drive. Can oh, you what? drive me around places after this? I guess, yeah, I guess so. I got, <laughs> yeah, you've yeah, got a driving next... license to kill. Yeah, you've got 007 stuff. 12 hours. Okay, Jackie, here's our first question. Okay. Jackie, I need your help. I, this is submitted anonymously. Jackie, I need your help. I have a colleague who is really cramping my style. She takes up so much of my time when I'm trying to get work done talking, uh, when I'm trying to get work done uh, talking and taking and going on about personal stuff and always interrupting me. <clears throat> she's a super intense person, and sometimes she's also coming to my office to cry. I don't know what to do. I've tried my best to set clear boundaries and be clear that I have to get back to work, but she doesn't get the message. It's really hard to concentrate and get stuff done when I'm always getting interrupted. I don't want to have my door shut or headphones on all the time, but I will sometimes, but I will sometimes just to concentrate. Sometimes she'll knock anyways and barge in. I have to talk to her for work purposes as well, but these conversations drag on as well. Help, how do I get her to leave me alone? Oh my God. Signed, uh, bad colleague, lady, need help. (laughs) I'm making up these names. The crying is like, have I worked with this person in the past and this is their way of telling me? 
Was I going into an office crying? I have cried in offices a lot. I should say all of these are thinly veiled attacks (laughs) on you and your character. When I was reading through them, one of them did seem like a thinly veiled attack on me. I will say that. Wow. Um, But not this one. You know what? My instinct here. Hey, Jackie, how do I get a so-called friend to respond to me without going along with her comedy (laughs) career shenanigans? (laughs) No, okay. I I won't say the one that I thought was veiled at me because um, we might do it. But okay, my instinct in this situation is like I'm very... That would... infuriate me like this person's frustration is so relatable that would i hate i don't want to talk to anyone ever i'm I'm curious about the nature of the work yeah good question right because like i do think think that that is an important detail that was left out Mm. like what is there yeah yeah but like if you're at work i feel like work is a good excuse to be like oh i'm working absolutely and it sounds like this person isn't assertive enough and oh, I mean, yes. t- know what it sounds like a combination of you're right this yeah. person's not assertive it's enough like and the other person over. has no ability to no read cues yeah. and no yeah, yeah. no boundaries and I no I just want to say the mo- any time with any of these questions the more we can lean this towards victim blaming the happier <laughs> i'm going to be i want us to yeah. go in on these writers but i would be in this in this writer's boat because i'm too polite i'm like really I get really yeah. enraged in social, in social situations and frustrated and I'm too polite to say anything. So know what I would do in this situation right. is a very weak, very cowardly thing yep. is I would lie <laughs> uh-huh. and say, I would say, oh, yeah. look, and the next time they come in, I'd be like, oh my God, you know what? I got in trouble for talking too much to people at work. Like I would say I got in <laughs> trouble. Say yeah, you, yeah. yeah. About I'd you. say I had a meeting with HR and they are pissed because I'm just talking and and I would say I've been talking to so many people in their offices and I've been crying in <laughs> other people's offices too. And HR called <laughs> me in and they're they're almost are gonna fire me. So I can't. You, you gotta save they me. Said, Don't H- come in HR here. HR kept telling me to stop crying. Yeah, yeah. They said, oh, it, like what's it about even? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I wouldn't tell them. But yeah, and I would kind of make that person maybe feel quite unspecial by like letting on like I've been doing this with everyone (laughs) and then and then that's would be my lie this is evil this is evil way to deal with it (laughs) look this is this is how I operate in my life yeah I mean you have to like be manipulative. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? That person done. is that person's like, manipulating her. You know, this yeah, is, I know a hundred percent. And the, the only way to uh you know circumvent that or you know, the only way to fight fire with fire is with you fire. Gotta, gotta be, <laughs> the only way to fight fire with fire it's is a big fire. Old fireball. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you're gonna fight fire yeah. with fire, you're gonna need some fire. <laughs> yeah. Like take it I as a given. That, uh, yeah, I think this uh, person ready. They should. Uh, they should kill this person. <laughs> yeah, they should, yes. that would be the easiest way out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If there's anything we've learned them. from single white female and other movies about <laughs> uh, strange interlopers in your life yeah. who slowly take yes. up all your time, it's that the only way out is to kill them. <laughs> yeah, yes. they're not sounds, gonna get yeah. the message. <laughs> I think yeah, we, yeah. Problem solved. Kill him. <laughs> I I am so evasive in these situations. Like I had a similar situation. It's not a work thing, but I was living yeah. in an apartment where the next door neighbor became like single white female to me, Ooh. and she was obsessed. And she got and then she. You came, are I, someone people get obsessed with. Uh, do you mean that? Because yes, it does I do happen. Mean it that. has yeah. happened. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you have out, and now you have this outward-facing bartender job, and you perform on stage. So, so many people think they know you so intimate, and you're so generous with your time. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I guess that is true. Is, wait, so you have so no I, backbone. Is this you've been podcasting before? This is like. Um, no, I've just been guests on podcasts. You've this is my first time I, I'm have my own oh, okay. one. Yeah, well, but I'm yeah. like I've been a comic in the city for like ten years. Well, yeah. If you want, 
Yeah, if you want people to stop, uh, weirdos to stop <laughs> having a weird parasocial relationship with you. Then don't do yeah, a podcast. Start a podcast. <laughs> yeah, awesome. <laughs> oh, oh, people are uh, weird to you because they feel they like they, they know, know you. you? Uh, yeah, good thing you're starting a podcast. I've got just the prescription for yeah. you. Well, well, actually, I do have I do have a, a brief story. Yes, please. Uh, from you... the other night. Oh, okay. Uh, vis-a-vis people, just like parasocial folks who just like, they know too much about you. You don't know anything about them. I love this them. fucking word. I, I know. Like, I've never even heard this word. It's we don't so... use this in Canada. I love it. Well, you we know, say I'm, all I'm dress happy relationships. To, you know, I'm, I'm importing, Bring I'm us importing all your the word. Bring fancy um, But <laughs> I was doing some, I was like setting up a premise. Like I was like, just, I was, I was just being like, oh yeah, I started jacking off too late in mm. life. Like I, and some guy in just lurking in the shadows before I even continue the the premise. He's just like sixteen, <laughs> and I was heard, he's I, heard it before because he heard me oh talk about it God. on a podcast. Oh. And I was like, oh, it's so funny that this dude is just in the shadows. Yes. You know nothing of me. I know everything of yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> like, and then it's, it's something like, especially that crazy. intimate, too. Yeah, 16. something like, but that's like my fault. <laughs> right, for I like, mean, yeah, we share. I have like casually volunteered information in a way that like every time I record a podcast, I black out. Mm. And then like I come to and it's like, oh, I just, I just told strangers Shared so much. much. Yeah. I feel the same way every time I've like guessed on a po- guested on a podcast. I'm always saying such intimate shit like about my dad and like and yeah. like my parents relationship like like I stuff I never say on stage. Yeah. And then afterwards I get that fear kind of like that kind of like post party fear that you'll have the next yeah. day when you're like even like blabbing at a kitchen island till six in the yeah. morning and you're like everybody knows so fucking much oh, about yeah. me right yeah. now. I was doing that last night with some of the locals. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. I I don't know what I was saying. But last night I was, I was, what, what's that place like? Uh, Todd's Collision and Repair. Yeah, or yeah. Ted's Collision. Ted's yeah, Collision. Yeah. I don't think it's and repair, but I like that part. Yeah. <laughs> I was in there blabbing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. When I do a podcast, I'm I also get to revealing, but what I reveal is uh, my deep anger towards the Canadian entertainment yes, industry. Yes, that does come through, doesn't that it? That comes yeah. through. So oh, I do wow. a lot of like I'll be in the middle of a podcast, like, wow, oh, let's put a gun in the mouth of Dan Levy. And then I'm like, oh shit, I can't say but that. But you can because of the Canadian entertainment industry, you will never be heard by anyone that will give us any opportunities. Oh, we'll never hear the podcast. So nice. Oh, you have to check out some of our shows, Brandon. Right <laughs> you have to dip your toe into Murdoch Mysteries. A show oh, shot God. entirely in sepia tone. I hear him say Murdoch Mysteries several times a week. <laughs> it's insane. It's our most popular show maybe in yeah, Canadian history. It? It's like a it's guy a historical... in the late 1800s. It's like a poor man's okay. Sherlock based in Canada. Yeah, so it's yeah. like revealing all of this very specific Canadian history through like a mystery show. Yeah, but yeah. here's the thing is that Murdoch, is Murdoch like, solves yeah. like quaint little mysteries, but he, in the course of the show, he ends up like rubbing elbows with every famous historical person from that period. Yes. And like, so he'll like, you know, solve a mystery, but somehow give Tesla the idea for the coil in the middle there. Right. It's almost like a Forrest Gump thing where he's like, has a hand in all of these <laughs> historical moments. It's Canada's Forrest Gump. Can I tell you, I've never seen a single, even a minute of it. Of Murdoch mysteries? I've never seen him a single minute. Oh, you, you oh, love wow. the scene where he sits on the park bench telling a lady his woes. <laughs> <laughs> comparing them to Charles. I read through the whole series. I just remembered a Canadian TV-related thing where 
there was when I was in Vancouver. There was, and this is an American comic who did this, but uh, I, I won't say their name. But just their address is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just their address. <laughs> uh, but there, there was this comic who, uh, he like, I don't know. He was he was hitting the slopes. Mm-hmm. I I was too. I don't I don't mean to like just incriminate him and right. like not me. But this is like not a guy that I hang out with, nor a guy that I really like. Want but the to slopes hang out. really bring us together, but don't he, they? Like <laughs> he was pulling up. He was like he was he was on YouTube and he it was like me him and this this comic from Vancouver who we we talked about this situation later and. He was pulling up a clip of like, like Gary D's like sitcom. Jerry D. Jerry D. D. Yeah. And go on, go and on. And she was like, just like a bad, like a bad clip from the sitcom. <laughs> and and then like like while we're like on coke, like like oh. the last like Have the last thing. Have they been bragging about that, this? Like, look at this cool like, show we got. Well, had? no, like this wasn't even the Vancouver comic. Oh, this was like sorry. an American comic who kind kind of has like bad taste. Uh- <laughs> who like pulled this up. And then she's like, you got to understand that what he did is like the equivalent of like in America, if somebody was like doing lines and was like, oh man, I got to show you this clip of last man standing, you know, like (laughs) it was like wild. It was a wild move. Bro was like, bro was coked out, pulling up like, like Pablo Francisco clips and shit. Like it was like really weird behavior (laughs) where I was like, this is that. Who I've I have never been around that before. <laughs> Usually it's just like, oh, like people pull up songs they yes, like. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's know? bad. That's a, a yeah. YouTube DJ at any time of night. It's like, yeah. oh no, now we're into the weeds here with the YouTube DJ. Right. But then we've got Jerry D. Well, listen, I don't want to starstruck you or starstruck <laughs> no, you. I don't want. Do I'm opposite. glad you're sitting down. Yeah. Um, but right here in this very room, we have a, a celebrity, a star. <laughs> A main principal role on Jerry D. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. hell yeah! But, but don't pull over. I'm I don't sorry. want you to get I shy didn't... now. No, no. I didn't mean to. No, yeah. Mar- no. Mark anything, will agree I with hope you. It was my character that was inspiring so much ire. It was. It definitely. I don't think it was. <laughs> I think it was the main. It was. It was the main guy. I certainly. mean, it's definitely like I have. Yeah, I mean, Mark, sorry, your role wasn't big enough to get on this YouTube channel yeah. at six Only in the morning. On the call sheet. I Only mean, <laughs> I like. I am very familiar with being an actor in something that you would not personally vouch for. Yeah. Uh, amongst your friends, you know. <laughs> I am that familiar so with that. Funny. I have, and We've I've all been, been there. in. I've been in a low amount of. Like the the filmography is small enough that people can figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough out here. It's tough out here. Oh, but sorry. Back to the evasion of this matter, like being evasive in these troubles, like oh, this please. woman. Yes, please. My single white female was this neighbor who was like obsessed. Mm-hmm. She got really mad that I like got a boyfriend and she was like, would be calling me like, I made supper. She, oh, I wasn't even her roommate. Oh, she no. was like, I'm, I made supper across the hall. Where are you? I'm like, I'm out with my new boyfriend. Anyway, then she was moving it. My roommate was moving out. My roommate said, oh, don't worry. I've got, I've filled my room already. She's moving in. I was like, no, 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 no. So know what I did to, this is like, I'm just relating this because this is how like evasive and mani- manipulative I am. And are a we coward. Still on the, we're still on the first question. Yeah, we're on the right? first question. But don't worry. Maybe okay. we'll only do one or two. Um, I, I moved, 
I found an apartment really quickly, wow. like really quickly, wow. and I I ran away. Like that's how. This is why I'm not licensed to give anyone advice on interpersonal <laughs> things. And I moved because so you've quickly. Run away from your I ran away. Yeah, I ran ran away from my problems, and and I ran away so quickly that the day that she was moving in, she was moving in with her cat, and I was like moving out with, and I was moving out with my cat. And I didn't know what to do with my cat's poo pan. So <laughs> all the last thing I did before I left that house was I poured my cat's poo pan with my cat's poo in it into her cat's poo pan. So there's like so much poo in one pan oh and I God. laughed and I ran away and I moved away. That's a really devilish final shot. Yeah. yeah. I was in scamp mode. Yeah, you were in scamp mode. That's scamper scamp mode, mode yeah. for sure. <laughs> so anyways, that's my that's my way of facing my problem. So sh- shall we move on to the next? Do you think we've helped this person? Yeah, so I think the messages that we're all leaving her with are, uh, Brandon says, uh, kill <laughs> kill the colleague. Kill, kill, kill. Yeah. You say quit your job and no, find a new job. No. Basically, oh, that's well, what you're saying. That's what I said with that. But no, I just think that you should flip it around and, and show and kind of show the person oh, what they're right. like. Hold a mirror up to the person you and be say, like, I'm in trouble for doing all the things she's doing i'm talking to everybody i got caught for going into people's offices and crying and like not doing enough work and talking too much and i'm gonna get in trouble so don't come in here and i would say that the potential danger there is that the colleague lacks the self-awareness to even understand that that might impact them that's true here's my so i'm gonna take what i thought was yours then quit the job quit quit. the job find a new job or work so hard you get promoted (laughs) to a a bigger office with tougher locks on the door or honestly drive your colleague insane by slashing their tires and spray painting specific insults on their uh, car insidious uh, mind games yeah play insidious Mm -hmm. games Um, okay here's question number two my mom is amazing and gave me a great childhood and is so generous but she sniffles all the time and I have I've had a uh, I have had bad misophonia for that stuff. Mm-hmm. So every time, um, sorry, I have bad misophonia for that stuff. So every time she does it, I feel my blood boiling like I'm losing my mind. How can I learn to tune, uh, tune it out and appreciate her for her lifetime of love and not her dumb, <laughs> annoying no, uh, nose? Wait, well, so what's wow. the, wait, sorry. Well, the, the, her, oh, I didn't read that smoothly her enough mom, for you? Stumbling makes, every other word. Her, her mom makes weird... Sniffling sounds like... Sniffling sounds? Like, just has like a stuffy nose. And, and, and it drives this girl crazy because she has like misophonia. She's fixated on it. Yeah, so do you know misophonia is like, um, it's like a, a psychological hang-up where people get like really it's almost like a sensory sensitivity where people get really mad about like noises like chewing noises do it to people yeah it's the same same phenomenon so she's getting this for her mom but the funniest thing i find yes exactly yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. it puts you in a rage rather than like we'll soothe you but it's so funny at least i i just think it's so funny that the good childhood is brought into it because of course if she was a negligent bad shit parent we could hang her to dry for this sniffling yeah the sniffling would just be the tip of the iceberg (laughs) How do you, and is she sniffling regularly? It like, sounds like it. She's, it sounds very like regular. Every yeah. day. Sounds like she probably has like an allergy that she's not addressing. Yeah, get your mom some allergy meds. Yeah, or yeah. like go on an elimination diet. Boom. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, next question. <laughs> I resonate with this question so much because my mom has that. And I always yeah. say to my, and my mom's always like, 
like always sniffing. Or she's always like, oh, is it stuffy in here? I'm like, she's always like, oh, I just suddenly got stuffed up all of a Your sudden. Your mom's always hitting the slopes. <laughs> so, yes, you know what? I mean, I wouldn't put it past my dad, yeah. but my mom, that would really blow me away. My with mom my always mom. has the sniffles and gets so hyper. Yeah. <laughs> and my mom's always talking to me about her childhood. <laughs> oh, I've got such a yeah. random mom. And she's on YouTube constantly. Oh, she's so random. Yeah. Her mood just fluctuates and her, she's always got a dusty nose. <laughs> yeah, my mom's always cornering me and telling me about business ideas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't you hate it when your mom gets in your face around 7 p.m. to talk about crypto? <laughs> okay. Um, I, uh, but uh, like, what, what are you going to do? You know what I say to my mom all the time? I'm Because I get really like annoyed with that too. I don't mm. have misophonia really. But I, I'm just like, I say, do you need a Kleenex? And she's mm. always like, no. And that makes me even more mad. That's it. See, this is the difficulty with your roundabout sort of passive aggressive approaches yeah. is that these people lack self-awareness. Yeah, but you I think mean, you're talking mom... to someone like you, but you're talking to a freak like your mom. Yeah, but no, what my mom does, she's just like, I got, I know my mom doesn't lack self-awareness because me it's and her are the you same. You need to be more direct. Yes. I know. I, I need to write into oh another God. self-help yeah. column and, and say, but, but I've had said before, I said, you know what? You're probably allergic to gluten because sometimes mm. when people have a gluten thing and they'll have a glass of wine. Or like a beer, they'll get stuffy noses. So I'm like, you pro- it's yeah. probably a gluten thing. You know what I would advise this this person to do? Thank before they say anything to their mom, sit them down and hold her hand and sit and look her in the eye and thank her for your amazing childhood. <laughs> yes. That's the first thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then say, look, something's got to be done. You've got to go. You got to like take an allergy test. I'd say, yeah. I'd say, I booked you at a naturopath for an allergy prick test. That's nice. Right. Oh, that's like a that. th- it's so a gift. So the naturopath nice. called. Turns out you're a prick. <laughs> <laughs> and turns out my childhood was not all it was cracked up to be. <laughs> the naturopath and I got real into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, disguise it as a gift and say, I'm, I'm, I'd love to help you get to the bottom of this before yeah. I wring your neck. My brother has misophonia and after school I'd be eating cereal. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd be like, Slurping oh, yeah, and he would be like enraged. Oh, yeah. I had to have a conversation with my girlfriend Ooh. about biting the fork. When, or like biting uh, the spoon when she eats cereal or biting the fork when she eats food. Like, you're like, clean, the clean. sound of the little tooth on fork. Not great. I can't do not that one. Sound. That's what, not one I can do. What kind of cereal are we talking about? Uh, oh for my me, God. it was really crunchy. I loved Corn Pops so much. Oh, corn yeah. Pops and Fruit Loops. Like the I really wish, sharp ones. Oh, I wish it was that. With my girlfriend, it's this brand called Lil Forks. And it's just like, oh, <laughs> these tiny little clinky clanks. It's a nightmare. It's mini fork cereal that you eat with a fork. Oh, it's so that stupid. That is a recipe Where's for the milk go? Right out, right <laughs> Through the tines. <laughs> but how did yeah. how did your girlfriend take it? No. This is good advice for this person. She, you know, it. I felt like uh, she took it okay, considering like I'm the kind of I feel like this is my Canadian heritage, which is passive aggression that boils over into yes. like curt demands. Yes. So like we, we don't express ourselves well north of the border, and people call that politeness, and we appreciate that very much. It's very generous. <laughs> yeah, it's really some that's spin. That's yes. spin. Oh, it's spin. terrific. Spin. Yes. But like, so the problem is not that I had that issue. The problem is that by the time I finally told her, I was kind of like. Okay, if we could just, you know, yes. like, it was like too much edge to it, considering it's the first sheet yeah, ever. Yeah, you were like, it. stop tining with your teeth on the tines now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think, like, considering I hit her with that, she took it well, and then I was able to take a breath. And be Sorry, like, I can't help but notice that you just sniffed when you oh, took that breath, and it's pissing me I off. I know, I have a slightly clogged <laughs> nose. <laughs> Can I book you for an allergy test before yeah. we do another episode? Yeah, book me for the fucking chairlift to the slow. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I need. 
Um, do we have time for another wait, one? Yeah, or not? I can do one more. I can okay, do you one can. More. Okay, yeah. okay. Oh, okay. let's do one more. Yeah. Um, is that good? I I think that that's that's. I feel great about this episode. I love this I episode. This is, uh, this. I think this is an electric episode. We this wish you lived here, and then you would be always on this I'm episode. Truly. Oh my I, god! I, I'm pretty Toronto pilled right now. Yes. Oh yeah? yeah. No, Brandon. Can I ask? Because I know that you've been complaining about all the opportunities in LA. You're like, oh, the movies and the <laughs> TV shows. Oh, I know shows. it's such a headache. I bet. What if we could replace <laughs> that with <laughs> a, a, a spot on a free, unsuccessful, <laughs> as of yet podcast once in a while? And we might right. be able to get you an audition for Murdoch Mysteries, maybe. Yeah. Oh my god! Would you like to play Tesla himself? <laughs> or, Hell yeah! Or a maybe famous could, old dog? I could get on. I could probably. I could get a Crave credit. Yes, oh, easily. Oh, you could absolutely yeah. do a Actually, crave no, special. why are we inviting more Americans here? They already take all of our opportunities. <laughs> no, oh, we love this. We okay, love this. Okay, we love this. <laughs> we want you to have a crave special. I would love to see your jokes made 15% worse by yeah, production value Yeah, by bad editing. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Okay, well, what have we got up Oh, next? we're going to love this one. Okay. This yes. is a real quick one that's going to be right in all of our ball, uh, uh, wheelhouses. We ball houses. Ball house. um, <laughs> any advice on someone who wants to get into acting slash improv who ain't a spring chicken in brackets 38? A 38-year-old oh, who wants to get into acting slash improv. What do we yeah. think? Yeah. I don't oh, know. Oh man, it's so hard to yeah. know. To me, start? that's a to yeah, like start? To, start. to start. Wait, I mean, no, what? let's not... be careful not to do this sound too much. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me just say I mean, straight people... out of the gate, this is a big no from me. Yeah. Do not do it. You're in for a world of hurt. Yeah. That's what you got to know first. I don't know. I mean, that's. Uh, I don't know. People love to be like, well, Rodney Dangerfield. I, I was just gonna say, how Morgan old was Freeman. he when he started? I don't know. Well, old. I don't. Know, I didn't know that he was started. that old. But yeah, you've never seen him young. You never see yeah. clips of him young. Morgan yeah. Freeman started acting very late. Harrison Ford didn't get a break until he was what something late, very late thirties, yeah. early forties. Yeah. And I you know what? And I don't want to. Yeah. This is this is so shit. This is the worst part about this question for me. And if is, I may say, all those guys you listed started in improv. <laughs> is that so, not true? No, see, not true. I believe everything. <laughs> they all went. <laughs> no, whoosh, wasn't Harrison whoosh. Ford like a set deck or like set d- yeah. carpenter? He was like working on like Coppola's house and stuff. You know, he was he was building connections even oh. before he had. A I mean, yeah, this is a hard one. I'm not the guy. I don't know. I'm thirty. I'm thirty. When now. did you start everything? I started when I was seventeen. Yeah, Beautiful. you started young, young, and now, young, young. You were yeah. a spring chicken. Now I'm a former child prodigy. Right. <laughs> yeah. And that is now a tough like, road as well. Yeah. No, that's only a tough road if you're not doing well and you're doing very well. I'm but you've like, got a bit I'm of Finn Wolfhard's fine. youth every time you hang out with him. Yeah, absolutely. You kind of take no, up a small part of his yeah. youth. Like, <laughs> Yeah. His, he gets yeah, a little been, more haggard. Well, yeah, I've been, yeah, I've been taking his blood. <laughs> I was taking his blood. Twenty. I when I I was twenty five. I've been doing it for like ten years. I was twenty five when I started. Thirty eight's not crazy. Thirty eight's not like, crazy. It's like yeah, especially like if this person's funny. Yeah. If you just like. You start doing it now. Just start. Yeah, just like, that's only one way to find out, and it doesn't have yeah. to be high stakes. It's not like you're yeah. gonna like quit all of your livelihood right away to see if it will the work. The barrier to entry for comedy is non-existent. You go to open mics, and it's like half the people there are fucking mentally ill. Yes, if you're not so mentally like, ill, you've already got a leg like up. You can just like <laughs> you can start. 
Or like if you have like the right level of mental illness. Yeah, you, know? you, you have to have a splash. Let, like, me just, let me parse this question for evidence of mental illness. Now, there is some interesting <laughs> spacing. Okay, <laughs> in the actual text, you mean, In the okay. text itself. No, I think we're probably dealing with someone who's got a head on their shoulders. Yeah, because they've had they've chosen as probably a stable career for themselves up until now. I wonder what it yes. is. But I hate to ask this, and this is like so irrelevant, re- irrelevant in many ways. Um, but sadly for me in my experience, th- this is relevant is what their gender identity is or what like mm. gender track they're in. Because I find I am so much more worried about this for myself. I'm 35 years old. I'm like right. seeing all these young girls. Oh, and they're cool, hot, pretty girls. And they all have abs and they're ripped and oh, they're yeah, all wearing like crop the, tops. Like these like post Instagram comics. Absolutely. And it's yes. Like, you go to their Instagram. It's like, they look like a model. Oh, they're a model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. I'm only getting older and I can't help it because otherwise, I, I, if I'm not getting older, I'm dead and buried in the grave. And so that would really kill my chances. Yeah, yeah. So I can't help but being aging. Sure. And that scares me as a <laughs> yeah. woman because you've, I don't you've think... you explained that well. <laughs> I don't think men think about this as much as I do because I'm like, oh, fucking hell. Um, thank God I did start when I did. Yeah. Even though I wish I started when I was 17. Yeah. So for when this person... Oh, I don't know. I don't know when it counts as a start. I started improv in high school. Okay. But I was so bad. Actually, did they call it comedy sports? No, we called it <laughs> <laughs> we called it improv. I wish we okay. called it comedy sports. Uh, but but that shouldn't I'm matter. I'm a bit of an but athlete I think that myself. This person will be. Fi- I mean, just start. Just and try. Then see how, see what happens. Yeah. And uh, I would say, if you want to speed up the process, because you're starting kind of late, you should maybe pick. Pick a real, pick an angle. Yes, you so must. So either go, so either, I would say. <laughs> like figure out if you can or cannot get respect. Yeah, so come out the gate. <laughs> come out the gate as just like either, I would say go like full, full like edgelord. Are you triggered? Yes. 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 Or, yes. That would be the fast Or track. be like. I'm 38 and non-binary. Okay, yeah, one or the other. So I go one of those two. Do you we'll know what I find two. for women that are like older than me? Okay, let's yeah. say like the, a generation before me in comedy. Their angle a lot is I'm a mom, but hold on, I smoke weed. Yeah, yeah. so you can do your that. Daddy's mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's so funny. That's that, that, mom. Is so, that is such um, an angle. So yeah, you're right, Brandon. Yeah. You have to pick an angle. But yeah. I find that we've seen, I've seen. Start making merch now. <laughs> immediately set up a booth. Set up a booth at the open mic. Yeah. Set up a booth at your That's first so ever funny. mic. I have a friend who started comedy last year and he was like, he sent me his first ever set. He's like, what do you think? Can I get notes? Oh, do you want brother. to do my show? I'm like, oh my God. I don't know if you're going to die or thrive because of your lack of, of- shame yeah. shame interesting like well yeah that's like the, it is crazy that i'm actually i'm so i'm glad that i started not just like who cares about like the age because i i've like there's so many comics my age that started later than me and i i remember starting early and being like yeah fuck college man like right. who like i'm I, i'm getting an early start on comedy and then i met all of these people once i was like 25 26 there were people my age on my level that like did go to college and, they and then it. just like started at like 22 and then right. uh, succeeded. And I was like, oh, yeah, OK, well, you know, this is, yeah, maybe I could have used uh, a little more uh, 
formal education <laughs> and like uh, I could have may- maybe I could have used a little more uh, time in the oven. Yeah, but you know what? I definitely like there's some stuff in my early twenties that I like. I you know they they like. They were gassing me up a little bit I when see. I was in and my when you early twenties, like, oh. and I'm like, oh, they should not have been like uh, boosting this, you know. <laughs> but but um, also, you're not in debt, so any money yeah, you I make mean, from that's poverty, nice. you're, yeah. you're, you're happy. But ultimately, yeah, it's like it's yeah, it's fine. But I I'm glad that I started the year that I started, right, which was like 2010, right, yeah. because that was. Before I cannot imagine starting now when there's like this pressure a year in to like be posting captioned yes, clips. Absolutely. Yeah. You took the words right out of my mouth. I don't like know. It, it's so much more daunting. But you know what? Yeah. And I know this and I talk to Mark about this all the time. I don't post enough of that shit because I'm traumatized from like early days of the internet with like the wild west of like cyber bully fucking incel freaks like commenting on clips so I'm traumatized it's not yeah. like that anymore and I should just get over yeah, it yeah there's no more of that there, well I mean I know there <laughs> is so stopped, much but at least I'm like there wasn't a, a very many clips back then so I felt really alone oh, back right, then right, right. And, and now it's like I would be fine now fine. every day on your explorer you see like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah captions everybody's videos. getting it yeah. everybody's yeah, like yeah, yeah you just, it's just something you just have to yeah. get your grit and, and face it but also we have a friend who I won't say their name, but she's a little bit older than me only that just start, right? Well, she's like around like, I don't know. I think she's like, she's in her mid, late 30s. Okay. And she has not been doing stand-up very long, but she... uh, Trying to think of who you're talking about, but go on. You were on their their show on Friday, I think, or whatever. Okay. Um, And... And she has such a unique voice that she's like she, her, and she doesn't even have an angle. She just no one oh, sounds like her. I know what you nobody mean. sounds like her. She doesn't sound like anyone else. Yeah, it's just she has like, like an original, very original voice. voice. We're talking and, about and something our, that, we can say her name. We'll talk. We're talking about our gal Rebecca Payne. We're talking about Rebecca yeah. Payne. Yeah, she's great. well. Yeah, yeah, this is I. I yeah. So this person calling in a. Or writing in, I would say, have a dynamic. Have yes. Have have like a singular dynamic voice. Yeah. yeah. So just be um, really good. And yeah. I like I like lean into either being are you triggered or I'm non-binary. Yeah. Yeah. Those. Are, yeah. You gotta uh, pick one. Yes. But being a dark edge lord is the fast track because you see all these edge lords that fucking suck, and it's just because people are like, oh my god, you're yeah. saying that, and then they have all What's these. What's crazy followers. though is that they're all saying the same thing. Yes. They're all like, oh, I can't believe you're saying what that. A guy right before you said yes. again. <laughs> oh, I get to hear these words again. Oh, I love you it. now. Yeah. Oh, oh, I like his way of saying our word. Oh, I love it. <laughs> but also, this person said improv, right? Uh, like, yeah. I feel like there, and that's another thing because oh, you're yeah. not alone. There's going to be other people that are, there's always going to be someone worse off than you in well, an yeah, improv well, trip. Okay, there's no edgelord improv. Yeah. Oh my new god. Angle. That's a fucking yeah. new angle. <laughs> there we go. Yes. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine him. an edgy organic opening Whoa. to an improv show? Whoa. Everyone kind of going, ooh, making sounds, but the sounds are slowly developing into kind of like a nice unified slur. slur. Yeah. There <laughs> that we would go. be fucking nice. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. There oh, you wow. go. So that's your angles. Get it yeah. going and we set need up that to merch develop table. Develop a racist zip zap zap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can think of some words we could toss in there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh my god! I would the only the one and only improv class I ever took was at Bad Dog Theater, yeah. and this was like just to put on my acting resume. Mm. I don't pursue improv, um, but there's this one guy in it that couldn't 
handle swearing. So anytime anyone swore in our stupid games, he'd be he'd like close up and like make a really big deal of it and have to be everyone be like, "Are you all right, man?" Yeah. Is that uh, normal no. in an improv group? Yeah, no. that's kind of well, you have to have at least one of those in every improv group. That's guy, what we mean a guy by that diversity. Can't handle- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we have to have at least one repressed child who's going to throw an absolute fit anytime he hears something swears. outside of his dictionary. Yes, yeah. that's everybody, what everybody, every improv team needs one guy who, when they hear, hear a cursor, is like, ah! Ah! Oh! Oh! That was him. He became like CP3O. Yeah. Oh, yeah. CP3O. I say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I suppose we're yeah. using language like that now. So if this person writing in is very adverse to cussing and cursing, yeah. and they would like to make a show of that, then definitely it's never too late to start improv. Wow. Well, that's very nice uh, advice from both of you. And I'm just going to give something a little bit different. I'm okay. just going to say, man... Don't do it to get a career out yes, of it. Yes, no, I, I, absolutely yeah. not. You Actually, can't ever have that in mind. No, I'm going to pivot. Okay. Quit your job. <laughs> if you yes. operate with yes. a safety net, you're going to have a safety net mentality. Yeah, you've got and you're never going to get anywhere. Leaping the net will appear. <laughs> to quote all of the kids who uh, were featured in um, Decline of Western Civilization Part <laughs> 2, the heavy metal, hair metal version, you're not going to make it if you got a fallback plan. <laughs> you're going to. So, Go for it, and you can become the next Scorpions. Yeah. He should watch. Uh, he should watch Crashing. Uh, yeah, he the should Pete watch, Holmes he show. Should, he should study Crashing, a show where Pete Holmes at thirty-eight uh, plays himself ten years before, right. and all of his peers play themselves at their current age. Yeah, <laughs> um, he should watch that, study that. I think we nailed it. I think everyone is leaving here. Every every um, you know questionee is uh, leaving here with a really good piece of advice and and uh, on the right track. Well, it is it is funny. Like, how long ago did they submit these? Like two days ago. Yeah, okay, two days ago. ago. Yeah, okay. it's and all fresh. Like that woman is probably crying in her office right yeah. now, yeah, waiting, we, waiting, yeah, waiting for this to episode cry. to drop. <laughs> We try to answer these quickly because we know that there is, yeah, there's yeah. a ticking yeah. clock on yeah. some of these people's yeah, lives. There's, there's urgency. Yeah. Here. Yeah. yeah, we don't know how long that mom's gonna be around sniffling. She might be dead. You know, no. Yeah, by the time we uh, put this episode out. Yeah, um, and then blissful silence. Oh, and then you're gonna, <laughs> and then you're gonna miss her sniffling so much. You That's, ungrateful that, that is little shrew. That's what you have to yeah, remember. You should be grateful. You yeah. should picture never hearing that sniffle again. Yeah. yeah. That's what women say about when they're they frustrated with motherhood and they're just like their babies are yeah. driving them crazy. Picture being twenty years from now mm-hmm. and you'll never have this little baby again. And then and then who's crying? Yeah. That's what I tell my girlfriend anytime I uh, do a number two a little bit on the seat and I waddle around Fun like a little lower. duck in the oh, no. home. I say, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, these seem like flaws now, but oh, imagine no. you're imagine we're not together anymore." See, I didn't <laughs> think it was that kind of. Podcast. Well, it, it only happens the at the eleventh hour. Nasty poo poo talk. <laughs> waddling around Talking like a little boo booing on himself. A plucked pond no, no. duck, a little scummy duck. It's nasty. Now the people are leaving dumber. Yeah, it is. That is funny, though. That is actually <laughs> that is I, I do think the the like walking around with your the your pants and underwear around your ankles yeah. and like it's like a, it's objectively funny. It's it would like, be funny and funny. it would be a funny thing to subject your girlfriend to on a yeah. weekly basis. Yeah, well, just wait. Imagine you didn't get to see this anymore. How much you'd miss it. Yeah, I do feel that way. Honestly, that's obviously an exaggeration of my home bits, but I do feel like some of my most annoying home bits. She'd miss them if they were gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Time for her to take that yeah. in advisement. We, we all have to take that home with us. Yep. 
So write in. We need to encourage people to write in. The please, link is please uh, write in. The link is available on our socials. Yeah, for an anonymous form. Yeah, what's the socials? Uh, well, right now it's just our personal socials. So go through uh, Jackie. What's your tw- uh, uh, Twitter, Instagram handle? At Jackie Pirico. At Jackie Pirico. Um, that's P I R I C O. And uh, you can find her there. And then we're going to have a show link soon enough. Um, and we thank Brandon so much yeah, for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thanks, Brandon. We've had to say goodbye to Brandon. That's yes. fine. He That's had... what you have to do when guys are in town. Their itineraries are packed. He's a busy boy. Busy boy. Okay, so for this final segment, Jackie, we're going to talk about a fictional character who made big choices in their brief time in the limelight mm-hmm. and uh, find out what we think about those choices. Great. And today, the character that I wanted to talk about was is uh, Daniel Hillard. Do you know Daniel Hillard? Oh, God, no. See, I think that you look at more fiction than me. No, you're going to know Daniel Hillard in a second. Daniel Hillard, Let okay. me read from the film that Daniel Hillard is in. Okay. This is the character's right, name. Right, the character's name. Um, Daniel Hillard is a freelance voice actor living in oh. San Francisco. <laughs> you know now. <laughs> right away. <laughs> Though a devoted father to his three children, 14-year-old Lydia, 12-year-old Chris, and 5-year-old Natalie, his wife Miranda considers him unreliable. One day, Daniel quits his job following a disagreement over a morally questionable script and returns home to throw a chaotic birthday party for Chris, despite Miranda's objections. This infuriates Miranda to the point where she files for divorce. At their first custody hearing, the court grants sole custody of the children to Miranda. Shared custody is contingent on whether Daniel finds a steady job and a suitable residence within three months. Long story short, Miranda needs a nanny, and Daniel impersonates a British woman to become... Mrs. Doubtfire. Okay, I knew all of that was ringing a bell up until when you said Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> Wait, who did you think it was initially? <laughs> of course, I, I knew it right away. <laughs> I knew it immediately. I just forgot that that was his last name, Hill, Hilliard. Yeah, or I, Hillard. Didn't I didn't But know Daniel, either. of course, I remember her just always being like, Daniel, Daniel. Oh, really? Like Sally Field being like, Dan-. I remember her, I remember him being Daniel. I don't remember that movie at all. I only remember oh. him saying, hello. Oh my god! And then I remember god. him accidentally giving the peppered jambalaya to Pierce Brosnan. And of then course, but don't you Heimlich remember him. with him and Harvey Firestein was his brother? Harvey Firestein was his brother. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. He's like his brother's like this like makeup Hollywood makeup artist that does him over. Okay. Oh, I love that part. Or at the start where he's doing the voice work, like you see him voicing this cartoon, like Figaro, 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 and it's just so fun to like watch. Robin Williams like doing the cartoon voice work. What's the morally questionable cartoon? It was something about a lady or like um, some ladies in distress or like, or I don't I don't remember the morally question. But he was on your ethical. Yeah, (laughs) it was pulling on his. But then, can you imagine? My dream job is like cartoon voice work. It's like what I'm trying so hard to get my foot in the door to. Imagine I was like watching the the animated action and like voicing this thing in this huge opportunity in this glitzy glam like sound studio and then i'm like actually you know what i don't like what's happening here creatively i'd be like the cartoon could be about anything oh yeah i i do work in the world of (laughs) cartoon voice work and i uh have closed the door on you i've kicked the (laughs) ladder out to my close friend (laughs) i don't want you in there there's enough competition i don't want you taking my roles such as man man (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and grandfather. No, uh, no. Most of the opportunities I've had in this in the voice work industry are from you. But I will. Oh, thank you so much. And I. And no, thank you. Frankly, thank you. <laughs> um, but I will say this: that you're right. I've voiced so many things that, uh, sure, maybe they're morally questionable. Did I need to do the voice of the Führer in uh, the animated Triumph of the Will? <laughs> maybe not. Did I need to do the voice of the narrating Führer in the animated Mein Kampf? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I didn't need to. Did I need to do the voice of uh, the dream Fuhrer in uh, the <laughs> fictional Mussolini's Last Thoughts? Of course not. But you've got to get your foot in that door. It's such a door. competitive industry. And here's the thing is that once you've got your foot in the door and you're all the way in the door, sometimes it's fun to just keep your foot. Being the Fuhrer. Be the foot. <laughs> Once you're in the room, you realize that they can ask you to leave the room unless you do exactly what they want at all times. Yes, anything they want. Oh my God, the number of like ethically questionable parties I've gone to for these voice directors who ask you to do anything. I've had to go ass to ass with so many <laughs> different Toronto voice actors for the pleasure of... In a ring, was it in a ring situation? Oh my God, no. With all the voice casting agents around throwing cash on the ring, ass to ass. <laughs> Nelvana executives just <laughs> screaming at me, telling me that they'll get back to me when the legal department has had enough time to vet my contract. <laughs> but in the meantime, they need the meantime, six months of ass to ass. ass. <laughs> So, yes, I understand that you have to compromise your morals. And so, really, this movie is about, Mrs. Doubtfire is about an entitled voice actor yes. who thought he was above the kind of compromise that comes with the territory. Yes, he thought he was above that. And then, in, in the midst of that conflict, where he was standing up for some morality, he forgot the birthday party. So he had to throw a birthday party last minute for his kids. And, and that's, that's why, why it was, was so chaotic. chaotic. But no, what was so chaotic about it, what? which is more putting a spotlight on Miranda's character, was that there was a hip hop playing. Remember? It was like, jump around, get up, get up, get, jump down. Remember? Like Cypress Hill. Like, <laughs> And that was the craziest part. There's kids jumping on the couch and Cypress Hill was playing. And jumping. She, that's yeah, what jump, she couldn't handle. Jump, jump. Wow. And then she came home and she was like, Daniel. Yeah. Then she switched. She's like, retro, record scratch. And she put really on did. her preferred music, which was sit, sit around. <laughs> sit, get sit. down, get down yeah. and sit down. Yeah. So I don't, I'm realizing as you talk about it that I don't remember this movie at all. Okay, all I remember the, a lot of it. But okay. I do find it funny that <clears throat> the beginning of Mrs. Doubtfire and the beginning of Hook are so similar. Oh, yeah. Robin Williams playing bad fathers. Yes, but you know what? I think he was a way worse father in Hook. Like in in this one, he was like a f really fun dad. Yeah, that's true. He in, in like Hook he was, he was too fun, arguably, and he was career obsessed. And he, he was... kept missing his child's uh, baseball game. Yes, yes. He, yeah, he was. He He'd was a... grown up way too much. Here's what we're talking about. We're talking about the various choices made by Mrs. Doubtfire or by made by Daniel Hillard in yeah. the film Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, this is a character who chose to quit his job because of morality concerns. He chose to. Um, um, uh, impersonate many nannies in order <laughs> and, oh, yeah. and do a to bad land job on that one. so yes. that they could only get the one nanny and then that would be him in drag <laughs> and so he decided to impersonate a fake British nanny Mrs. Doubtfire Scottish I think Scottish and then and then it led to a calamitous um, uh, Heimlich maneuver fiasco yes. in the restaurant yes um, oh yeah that's when he was um, right because his like freaking face fell off his face fell off now, I want to know, and obviously things worked out for Daniel Hillard. Yeah. I think at the end he gets joint custody. He got joint custody. Yeah, they didn't, it, it, they, I, that's what I like. They didn't sugarcoat it. Like, they yeah. didn't get back together. He got joint custody at a nice place of his own. Oh, and then he got his own puppet show. Oh, yeah, he got his own show as Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, oh, like a Mrs. Mrs. Dress Doubtfire? Up. Yeah, oh. like he played her on the show because wow. the guy, like some network 
exact like saw him doing it. Yeah, in the Wikipedia uh, plot summary, they said that the executive saw him playing with dinosaur toys and doing a voice. Yes, which yes. is psychotic. Yeah, that's psychotic. Imagine if I saw a grown person doing that at work yeah. or anywhere, I wouldn't. I would not. Oh yeah, because he, he he got a it. job like uh, right, right. It's all coming back to me now. So here's what anyway, I want to yeah. know now. Obviously. Here's the question. Do the ends justify the means? Obviously, things worked out for old Daniel Hillard. Mm-hmm. Is that how you would have done it? If you were giving Daniel Hillard advice, Is would you have sent him down this path? Um, you know what? In these situations, the courts in custody, you, as a, as, a, as a dad, as a man in the courts with the custody, you haven't got a as shot a man, in hell. Oh, yeah. Let's make with this the MRA. Custody. Let's make this MRA. No, men do not have a chance in the custody With, with custody, they this don't. This is what my pickup artist group is always saying, and I couldn't agree more. <laughs> and the problem is these bitches. Yeah, it's the bitches. And so they, they have this whole rules of this kind of like game that you have to play when you go into court and like yeah. nag the judge. You have to. You have to neg the judge. You have to wear one piece of flair that, that that will appeal to the judge, like a bit of a powdered wig. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You you wear a powdered wig, and the judge or will be like, like "Where'd you get that?" Just like a powdered kind of bang. Yeah, one powdered bang, a powdered eyelash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but look, I think he he did what he had to do, and he used all of his resources around him. He used his brother, who was like a Hollywood makeup um, and yeah. special effects. He he uses oh he re- he leaned used on his, his own career, voice his voice acting, ability. his acting, his improv. Um, very resourceful but it's, to, oh, crazy, to circumvent these cra- courts. A, to circumvent the, but it was a crazy choice. Like if all the court wanted was for him to get a steady income and a place to live, wouldn't it have been simpler just to do those things? Um, but he's, or is, is but the he world needed just so to see the kids right away. He's a fiend for the kids. He's a fiend. That's what that he had, that that he couldn't get enough of those kids. That's a, that's codependence. But look, I think that he did what he had to do. It was a big choice. It was really risky. Yeah. There's a lot of compromising moments where it could have all felt like crumbled around him, and it did. You're right. You love an elaborate yeah. ruse. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I, I missed that. Yeah, aspect. I love a ruse. <laughs> if, if it means you don't have to confront the yeah. responsibilities or the like or the delicate conversation right in front of you. Yeah. Oh yeah, get put on a wig. Now I here's why I differ with the Mrs. Doubtfire ethic is that <laughs> I have always like fetishized um, what I would call the like. Uh, um, like the passionate cultures, okay. like the, the, the cultures that like scream at each other, families that scream at oh, each other. Oh, so know? like Mediterranean. Yeah, Mediterranean, like, like, like Eastern European. Italian. Yeah. Okay, you like when people are screaming. I love it when you're Why like, did you come from a household that didn't have that at all? Buttoned up to the neck. My goodness, not me. I don't know what I'm suggesting Daniel Hillard, a.k.a. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, to have done, but I think what I'm saying is uh, he should have <laughs> grabbed <laughs> Sally Field by the collar. <laughs> <laughs> and really had it out. No, I'm not going anywhere. Although I do think that that would That's have led to worse. That's a big choice. Yeah, that would have led to something it's worse. It's so funny that you say that about that. Okay, because I grew up in a family where like, like, you know, there was a lot, there wasn't any tiptoeing like that. Yeah. But there was a lot of like, you know, kind of explosive I saw my parents fight when I was a kid. I was a really bad teen. I had like screaming matches with my parents. I was bad. And like, but like, there was never any, nothing was ever repressed. Yeah. But, and then I'm very close with my family because of that, I think. Like, we're, yes. we just say what we think and yes. we're not skirting around anything. And we're very open with each other and we laugh and laugh and laugh as well. I guess what I'm saying for Mrs. Doubtfire is that, you know, sure, 
entertain your evasive daydreams or whatever for a bit. Maybe you show up and you nanny a couple days. But at a certain <laughs> point, you got to look in the mirror, see the clown makeup on your face. Take and realize, off the makeup. Take off the nose. Go, Yeah, take off the wig and the nose. Walk up to Sally Field and say, it's me. I, <laughs> I was Mrs. Doubtfire, but I'm hurting. <laughs> I love my kids. I hear you when you say you want me to get a job, but I don't think the party was that chaotic. It I really think, wasn't. I think there's a bit of a racist undertone to you calling kids dancing to rap music chaotic. chaotic. I'm not calling you racist, but... But I if I had to say it in court, I might. And I'm ready to take you back to court on those grounds. And the court, the court proceedings, if I remember correctly, were so contained mm. he was just like oh okay and then he went immediately to the scheming yeah there wasn't even like an appeal or like a what like i got no custody <laughs> <laughs> what your honor what uh your honor sorry Come again. what <laughs> but it, it is arguably one of the biggest choices in cinema to to um com go completely choice. under in disguise around people who have known you. You could have so much confidence in your acting abilities. Oh, that to people movie... that have known you for your they, your own children. Oh, that movie's lucky it had lighthearted music. Otherwise, Phew. it would have been an absolute uh, psychological horror film. <laughs> yes, like that's no different from the character he played in One Hour Photo or oh, in yeah. Insomnia. <laughs> All those dark his dark era. So you think the choice was good. I think I think he did what he had to do. And, and more. <laughs> and the proof is in the pudding, you know? Listen, I'm at a disadvantage here trying to play devil's advocate to you because you have the advantage of the film is honoring your your decision here. It's honoring and your it's, choice. And for some reason, it, the film is very fresh in my mind. Yes, that's true too. Yeah. Um, I'm saying there would have been a there could have been a better way. Yeah. But Maybe. You don't know what it is other than grabbing Sally, some light, some light domestic violence. Yeah, just like verbal aggression. Yeah. This has been an episode of How Can We Help? It has. We found out a lot of opinions. We learned a lot. We got to uh, sit in Stefan's apartment for Beautiful the first time apartment. in Beautiful We got to chat with Brandon <laughs> Wardell, who's now long gone. Long gone. It, 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 we are in his rear view, which is sad for us. That is sad for us. In Of this night and in life. He's somewhere out in the city of Toronto right now, bumping lines no, off he a wouldn't. Uber driver's ass. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. right, that has, to be, that has to be the cap. Yeah. All right. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.